What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 302 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by West Virginia's own Kyle Brackey and the pride of um, New Brunswick, New Jersey. The Fighting Goodales. The Fighting Goodales, Rutgers Wrestling, Wrestling Nomad. What's going on, buddy? How you doing, Christian? Doing good, doing good. All right, Fargo is, we're reaching, we're getting there. We're towards the finish line. We've got Ladies and Greco going on now. Um, so today and tomorrow. The ladies are done. Ladies are done. <clears throat> ladies are done. By Gre- going on, he meant done. By going on, done. But we're <laughs> going to discuss it today. So yesterday, I guess, who was the, what were the big stories from Fargo? Um, Macy Kilty looked to be an absolute beast. Got it. Who's number one ticket, by the way? Well deserved. Which is really cool. Um, who could she potentially be wrestling, though? So that's the question, um, because there's a really good group of seniors that graduated. Um, Jaden Laurent, Alex Lyles, a uh, bunch in there. And I think Willie, the kind of the vibe I got is he didn't really care. He's going to get Macy a match, and they're going to figure it out. Cool. Um, possibly Tristan Kelly, the girl who won uh, both cadet and juniors at 164. But besides that, it's going to be tough to get her a get her match. And I, I kind of told him that this year because, I mean, you guys have been here a while, right? He's been trying to – before last year, he tried to get a women's match for a while. Who's number one, right? Right. But the matchups didn't necessarily materialize. And I think we're entering a year where that's going to be difficult because you have the number one pound-for-pound girl who doesn't have a lot of people anywhere near her weight that could – even go up or down a meter. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So that's going to be uh, a little bit of a problem. Um, but the the speaking of Kelly, so there's three girls that won both styles. Mia Palumbo is a hammer. Yeah, I was Very watching good. some of her. She was Great at um, Wisconsin when we were on the Final X road trip. That yep. was her. She, yeah, that was her at camp. So I'm I'm doing an article. I'm gonna do um, a little bit about each of the three girls. So it was Tristan Kelly of Colorado, Mia Palumbo of Illinois and Alexis Cepeda of Oregon. Um, I still haven't gotten to, to Kelly yet, but Palumbo became the first girl to win a match at the Illinois State Boys Tournament ever in like 80, 90 years, whatever Dang. it is. Um, and Zepeda got, I want to say, third in Oregon Boys State Tournament at 113 this year. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. Very impressive. Oregon's, we talked about Oregon yesterday, actually. Not a bad wrestling state at all. Right. Um, very impressive stuff. But Zepeda, so Zepeda beat three girls who all placed at Senior U.S. Open. And somehow didn't get OW. Yeah, who, that was pretty silly. Yes. Like, Felicity Taylor, who's awesome and has been wrestling for like two, three years and um, is going to be a really interesting recruit for, for McKendry going forward. Um, she did awesome, but I think it, it obviously should have gone to Zepeda. She beat multiple world teamers. Gotcha. To win her weight. And I don't think she gave up a point. And, I mean, she doubled up right and is obviously cadet eligible if she did that. Right. Yeah. So, Palumbo could be on a world team next year. She's a first-year cadet, so she could make two more world teams. Cepeda could be on a world team next year. Kelly could still be on a world team next year. Um, so, and we're coming off a second-place performance. That's good. So, we're in good position. And the <laughs> girls who doubled up, as far as the girls who doubled up, last year the ones who doubled up included Shilson and Kilty, who were world champs this year. So pretty decent track record for girls who double up to, um, I haven't gone through the full list yet, but pretty decent track record for girls who doubled up to then medal at Cadet Worlds. Dang. Well, that's a good sign. Good sign. Okay. 
So Greco's going on today and tomorrow. Um, how's it is, it? is it Illinois to lose on the yeah. Greco side? No yeah. way. No one's touching it, them. Il Illinois is. Um, they are so hyper focused when it comes to, especially Junior Greco. They literally haven't lost for a decade. Okay. Strong uh, track record. Right now, going into today, um, Illinois has 30 for cadets. And so, oh yeah, juniors kind of, they don't have any points yet because they're just in the quarters. Right. But they have. No, juniors uh, hasn't even started yet. 74 still alive. Well, does that mean they have 74 entries? Well, Junior just started to... Oh, that's right. Junior just started Junior today. starts at yeah. 9 a.m. Yes. So well, they have 74 entries. They have 74 entries, and the next closest... So they could have 74 potential champs at this moment. ...is 51 entries. Okay. Got it. Not that it's about participation. Not that it's about participation. Okay, so today, tomorrow, we're putting a bow on Fargo, and it will be done. We will welcome... Andrew and Willie back to, well, Willie doesn't live here anymore, <coughs> so wherever he winds up. But right. Andrew Spay will be returned. A lot of college focus from basically here. You know, we'll have some world stuff in there. Definitely. Um, got to gotta follow worlds a little bit, right? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah just, a, just a few. Got to defend the title. But <laughs> looking uh, a couple topics we wanted to discuss. One, what teams do you guys see as being the, the most improved? I thought this was, a, was an interesting topic. Um, what teams from last year to this year, of course, the John Reenan special will right. be Oklahoma State, right? Will they be a top 10 team this year? They were 13th last year, 37 and a half points. Um, they're, they're kind of the obvious number one. I don't see any way they don't win a team trophy. It you would, don't see any way they don't win a team trophy? Yeah. Uh, okay. They have eight All-Americans. I know. Uh, they're gonna, they'll be top four. Plus Dayton is a, definitely an All-American contender. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. And Derek White, a heavyweight, who lost in the blood round last year. To Michael Hugest. Yeah. So, yeah, well, they'll be – he's the Hugest. He's huge, and that's basically his name. Um, so, yeah, Oklahoma State's definitely going to be awesome next year. But what, what, who could keep them off the podium? They, they could certainly be behind Iowa. Right. Penn State. Ohio State. Ohio State – is probably <coughs> one of the most fascinating teams, right? Because NATO, Snyder, Bojo gone, and they have a whole group of true and redshirt freshmen that, I mean, like anything else, they're going to decide the next three, four years of how that program goes. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think people, how many times do you see a guy get like round 12 or like placed seventh, eighth as a freshman? It's like, okay, he's doing this good as a freshman, wait till he's a senior. But then they never get better because more guys come in. Spencer Lee comes in, right? Nick Seriano comes in. Dayton Fix comes in. It's like they just stay at that same level. Mm -hmm. So those Ohio State guys, I think, are going to need to make a little bit of a jump for them to stay in that 2-3 range where they've been sitting. But they've done it three, four years in a row now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And who else would be in that team race? Um, NC State? Can't count them out. I, they're going to be really good next year. Well, and, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this one here before. Like, Hayden Heidley and a bunch of those guys, they are, I don't know, like, brainwashed or whatever, but, like, they believe so hard in what they're doing. They're like, yeah, we're going to have another Tariq Wilson, maybe even two. Yeah. And and I don't know who those kids are going to be, but I guess that's the point, right? Of no way we see Trent right away, right? I would, I don't know. 
Seems unlikely. Right. I also feel like he he would benefit from a redshirt year. Yeah, I Because agree. I think he's one of those kids, because some kids do need to go right away, right, where it's if they're not involved with the team and you just kind of let them do their own thing because there's only so much re- freshmen can do, it can be very bad for them. But yeah. Trent, Trent's not one of those kids. Yeah. I w- so, Kyle, I agree that I would be surprised if they didn't get a trophy, but I, th- I think it's certainly within the realm of possibility based I, on – Yeah, I mean, but they're a top five team. Okay. Well, there's only, th- only top four get trophies. I understand that. He understands that. You All can right. try to persuade me otherwise, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> he love the Cowboys. Cornell's it has nothing be... to do with that. Dude, it just has cool. a fact to do with they have eight All-Americans plus Dayton Fix and uh, Derek White. You literally weight. went on your honeymoon to Stillwater. That is not factually correct. Well, that's what the rumor is. Um, regardless, yeah, they're going to have a really good team. Two others that I think are, could be massively improved, or at least it's all relative, right? I don't think, so one of them is you and I. I don't think they're going to be all that much better, but I feel like they didn't have a great NCAAs. And looking at their, their lineup, and I had it up. I don't know why I closed it. Um, I, I think they could be really tough next year. They had 20 points last year with only one All-American. They finished tied for 24th, mm-hmm. which, like, given... I don't know, I guess their perception or rankings or whatever that you look at them, you're like, 24th. Yeah. So they're, they're going to have, uh, coming back, Jay Schwarm, who we all think is pretty t- pretty tough guy, really good on top. Definitely. Um, maybe not All-American. Pro- well, probably not All-American. It's maybe a stretch to call him an All-American contender maybe at this point. 33, they're not going to be great, but they can maybe get a qualifier out of Wagner or, or someone like that. Um, at 41, they've got Albert still, who we think is pretty good. Albert's a pain to wrestle. Yeah, Albert's excellent. Max Thompson right there at 49. He's at, been an All-American. He's been an All-American. Uh, and then at 57, figure Peyton Moore. Uh, maybe it's Logan Ryan, one of those guys. Then 65, they get Steyer back. Mm-hmm. They get Luan back. They have... Drew Foster and Holschlag back, and then Carter Isley. I, I could really see that team um, maybe not doubling their point potential, but maybe. Maybe they could get up in the, in the 40s, and that could, that could threaten the top 10, right? They could, they could be a threatening top 10 team. Then another one I really like um, to up there to have a massive improvement, and it's not going to be hard to <laughs> – double their output because they scored three points at NCAAs last year. That's Iowa State. Uh, I think they could have a solid team. Um, Bracky corrected me that they could actually be pretty solid at 25 next year with the transfer of Alex Mackle. Um, feel go. pretty good about him. Austin Gomez, obviously, we're all pretty high on. Ian Parker showed flashes at 41. I cannot wait for Gomez at Junior Worlds. He is going some Azeri or, or Armenian or Russian. He's going to Full break stick. I hope so. I hope so. 49, I think we, we saw Deegan look really good. 57 is interesting because I'm not seeing a clear-cut guy there among Jennings, Stotts, and Straw. And they've got David Carr there. And how strong is that temptation going to be to wrestle Carr right away, given that they don't really have a guy at that spot? So if they wrestle Carr right away, which is a topic we're going to get to in a little bit about the class of 2018, who's going to go, who's going to sit. 
I think there's a huge, huge opportunity there with, with Carr. I would go Carr right away. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be against it. But at the same time, it's like, what are we really rushing here? What are we holding off for? Well, your development. Sure, but do, I, is, I think Carr is David Carr going to is David Carr going to develop more um, in the room for a year, or is he going to develop more? Wrestling duels every week, going to tournaments, and then tr- trying to qualify for NCAAs and being All-American. Well, it's the classic discussion. I, I, do you want to sacrifice your, his true freshman year, the rawest David Carr is going to be for his fifth-year senior year? That's what, that's what you're... The, the discussion also is freshmen nowadays, number one, not only come out ready to go, and I think we all think David Carr's ready to go, maybe not national champ, but he's going to compete in every match. But... You're also gambling that are they going to be healthy as a fifth-year senior? Yeah, I know. College wrestling is. <clears throat> yeah, we we a talk bear. about that all the time, but it's you know you, you wrestle a Spencer Lee because you don't have anyone else, and you you need you need someone, and your team can really make a push with you in the lineup, right? And in some cases, that just doesn't really make sense. Um, so I I could get with either decision, and my thought is. This was this what they're doing with David is probably prearranged, right? It was probably part of the deal. He was a heavily coveted recruit. If he wanted to sit right away, that was probably the deal, and he's going to sit and redshirt. But maybe it it's a little more open than that. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting stylistically. Him and Saint John. Mm-hmm. Can Saint John um, take some of the things that that he was so good at in college and add them to? David Carr's game, like being one of the toughest SOBs of all time. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that would be a good thing. Yeah, that would right. So if you, which I don't think David Carr's not tough or anything, but I mean, if you if you have that, that's a multiple time national champ potential. Well, you know, I love David Carr. He's one of my favorites of this class. I do think he could benefit from some refinement. Oh sure, yeah. But he's there's not many people that can do what he can do. 65, I don't think they're going to be great, but they will have the brother of um, the aforementioned Derek St. John, Skylar St. John. And then at 74, really like Marcus Coleman. I think he'll probably be the guy. I'd like to see him go. Well, he already registered, so. No, I know, but. Oh, (laughs) okay. I'm saying he seems to be. He seems to be the front runner, and I think well, he's yeah, going to have a good Well, yeah, he's 24-2 last year. Only losses were to Lujan, who we all Not think bad. is really right. great. So I, I really want to watch him go at 74. And then it, the, the new moves is Colbray down to 84, which... He might be. Huh? He might be. Well, that's, that's like happening. That's like what everyone yeah, says. He's literally on his way down to 184. He was skinny at, uh, in Akron. Was he? Skinny Colbray. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember seeing him in Akron. Yeah. Well, he's shorter than me. Did you stand next to him? He's so not shorter than you. He's not very tall. Okay. 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 Did you stand Did, next to him? He's not shorter than you. No, that, you can't he's, say he's, he's shorter he, than me. He's he he either shorter than me or within an inch of me. Did you stand next to him? Not in, not in okay, uh, Akron, I but I did in Fargo. Did you even stand next ago. to someone who stood next to him? I stood. I, I interviewed so him you're basing this Fargo. off two years ago Fargo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's unlikely that an eight-year-old would grow. He's not super tall. Let's see. Wait, let's see what, how tall he's listed in the in the Iowa State bio. If they it's list even listed, they don't list height. They probably don't. Wrestlers wrestling. frequently don't list. Yeah, height. crap. 
Oh, 6-2. Wow, you were way off. 6-2. Just kidding. Um, so Colbray at 84 because Willie Miklas coming in at 97. Strong. Who you have to feel like should place. Um, he has multiple times. Every time. Three times. He, every time he's gone, he's placed. Every time he's gone, he's placed. So. There's a strong track record that Willie Miklas will be an All-American at the NCAA yeah. Wrestling Tournament. Yeah. So, and I like Colbray down at 84. And then... Our man's G. Grimm. Let's go, G. Grimm. Holding it down. The anchor. Um, we, we just, we're, we're doing a little Kane and Grimm uh, film, film review. G. Grimm has a wild array of finishes. Remember that, that one time he was down 8-0 to Brandon Metz and then scored 18 yes. unanswered? Yes. Yeah. That was and, fun. And then he had a terrible Akron 2017. Mm-hmm. Wins it, or, you know, wins the U.S. Open this year. Like, all over the place. And he's battled injuries, and yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how wide the variance is. I think, it's, I think for this year, it's when matches at NCAAs is like the high end for Gannon this year. And then it's, it's uh, specious that he wouldn't qualify, but I, I don't think it's that wide. Unless you're th- saying, like, is not in school anymore. <laughs> something like that. Uh, I've, got, so you, I've got an interesting team. Oh. And I don't know. I haven't, like, done... Or looked like how f- much farther up they could go. But um, what do you think about Virginia Tech with the addition of two transfers and, and getting Makai Lewis into the lineup? His so, name is Mecky. Me- that's right. Sorry, Mecky. Um, actually, three transfers if you include Tom Slay, who's going to be at 97. Yeah, you got to include him. But then Billy Miller at heavyweight. You're not going to not include Tom Slay. Yeah, and then Corbin Myers at 33. And then you add Mecky into the lineup. So next year, it's interesting. I feel like Makai Lewis is so big, but they feel like he's going to be there 57. Yeah, that's crazy. He's We're, big. He's he's big, but every time you ask him, not him, but like people around the program, it's like not that not all that big. Mm-hmm. He's he could be if he beat Hayden Hydley next year in a match. I'm not saying outplays. I'm not saying but but they should wrestle once or twice, um, at least at conference in the duel. At least twice. You at least think. twice. Yeah. I think he can. I think he is on that tier with a, with a Hayden Hadley kind of guy. Now, beating him's another thing, and maybe he won't. But it wouldn't surprise me if that. I really, I sincerely believe he's kind of in that tier. Like, he could be a top five guy next year. Now, I think it's probably maybe more reasonable he's round of twelve or he places six to eighth. But I think his his ceiling, ceiling yeah. is somewhere in the top five. Uh, so I have um, kind of pulling up the the lineup a little bit. Uh, Nordstrom, Mitch Moore, Brent Moore, Brian Blees, Kai Lewis, David McFadden, Hunter Bullen, Zavatsky, right, Slay Miller. Yeah, yeah. So twenty five Nordstrom. Okay, we'll yeah. see. Not not gonna be major points there. I don't feel like thirty three. You think Mitch goes right away? No way. Corbin. We have Corbin, Corbin Myers, Myers coming oh, in. Oh, that's right. Corbin Myers. No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. He can't beat Corbin yet, I don't think. No. Either. 41, Brent, yeah, the slayer of Kevin Jack. So there's some upside there, potentially. That did happen. 49, so is Blee's going to do it again down there at 49? He might have to. He ain't beating Makai. Yeah. Sucks for BC LaParade. I really like also, BC LaParade. How about Solomon Chisco just gets it together and wins a spot, though? I, is he? Is he, though? I don't is know. he wrestling? Is he in the mix? Does he still wrestle? I'm not sure. I think he's still there and planning on competing. I mean, look, he's a two-time AA and has he 
he's got wins of really good guys. So like if that happens and they put him in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, imagine if, if Solomon's like, okay, I'm really yeah. going to be focused on wrestling and I'm going to wrestle and this is my senior right. year and I would like to place. That would be a really interesting wrinkle because he he's beaten a lot of really good guys. I mean, he was so solid those first two years. Mm -hmm. Really, his first three years, his retro year was really good. And then two AAs, and then the last year, he just falls off the wagon. Uh, so if he gets back on the wagon, G-Hulk, get him up, Frayer, Air Frayer, get him on the wagon, that could be huge for Virginia Tech. Yeah. Because then they could go Blease, Lewis, McFadden, Bolin, Zavatsky. How that, about... That's a really nice four out of five there. How about Tech and... Christian, you can, because um, I haven't really thought about this before, but they have depth right now. What has their previous depth? Because I was about to say, how about Virginia Tech starting to develop some depth, but they did win a team trophy under uh, Dresser. So it seems like no, they had depth I, at the time. No, it's fair. I don't, I don't, I never thought of them as particularly deep. Now, they had a guy like Sal Mastriani, who was kind of a depth guy for a while, who wound up in the starting lineup. He gave them some flexibility there. So it's been improving. Um, and I don't know how, you know, John Bors, Tom Slay, Billy Miller, one of those guys is not going to start next year. Correct. Mathematically. And Billy Miller's coming off a pretty significant injury. Uh, I know he had surgery on this summer, so I don't think we'll see him till probably like January. Mm. Um, but That's going to make it really interesting because what I feel like is going to happen, I have no idea, no inside info here, but... Is Boris going to be like, okay, I am going heavy. I'm going to go heavy and then hold it down until January, and Billy's going to come back and be healthy and just kind of squish him and take his spot. Well, and Boris already redshirted too. Yeah, I know. So That's why. Yeah. So I, I, just, I don't know. Oh, I, still I think that's why Boris they're planning on him going heavyweight. It's like a security blanket in case Miller can't go. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like the upside with him at 97 is high. I, yeah, I, I mean, I would... Definitely say it's higher than heavyweight. I don't understand it. What, what that means also is that they must really like Dakota Howard at 97 because Howard's going to redshirt this year. And so if you go Miller and Slay run out of eligibility this year, then you're plugging in Howard and Borst in 2019-2020. Yeah. I don't know about the Howard angle much. But, yeah, well, maybe. Dakota Howard. So this is what they have. They have Tom Slade, Brooks Wilding, Dakota Howard this year at 197. They have Billy Miller, John Boris, Trent Raglan yeah. at 285. Now they have Fernandez coming in, who's at 220 right now, so who knows if he's going to go up or down. Up or down, but they have, again, I guess this gets back to the depth. Like they have options. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah, Tech's a good one. What did they finish last year? Uh, eighth, I believe. Eighth. Top 10 once again. Eighth. Yes. Blacksburg. I mean, they they've done it like. Eight of nine years. So I could see them getting up to forty-seven and a half last year. Push into the top six, maybe. I think sixty points. So maybe right there, um, kind of where Missouri they was. They scored last forty-seven year. and a half last year. For forty-seven reference. and a half. They get up to sixty points. They're flirting with top five or top six. I feel like top five is probably out of their reach, given the five teams we were. Yeah. We were so talking about. Just real quick, um, I kind of did this at the end of the season. Last five years, Virginia Tech comes out combined team points of the last five years comes out to seventh just uh, with 298 points just behind Cornell with 300. Heck yeah. So they are right right there with, with Cornell who has been doing it for yeah. a while. And the crazy thing is Virginia Tech's done it with no national champions. No champs. That's pretty insane. Dang. 
could have had the. I one think this that's year. going to be the thing. Don't with, start. With, I'm sorry. If if they get a guy to break through and win NCAA's, that's going to be. It's they them could and, get five champs. It's them in Michigan. In the same year. <laughs> them in Michigan are the ones that. Um, if they can break through and have a national champ, I feel like that's kind of going to change the whole complexion of the program. Well, my question, as you mentioned, Michigan, and we're kind of all over all over the place. We haven't really got into weight changes. But <laughs> is gross going up? One. That definitely seems like a possibility. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he should. I don't think he should either. Why, why are you going up into, into Yanni's weight? It's, it's a mess up there at 41, right? Yeah, 41's a bloodbath. Listen, you get taken down four times in matches and you win by like five. And you're just that you're you're that far removed on on the mat. I wouldn't mess with that. I would stick with Yeah. Be too. big at the weight, be a two time champ, three time finalist. Um, but if he does go up, I think that makes room for Micic. Um, but I think Micic can I mean I think Micic can beat him anyway as it is now. It's gonna be those two are the Clear two, and then depending on Suriano and Fix, yeah, is what Sir. is what gets possibly injected in there. I think Suriano can go with Mijic. I think. Listen, yeah. I think Suriano would could be gross. I like, I might even pick it. I like that less. You think Suriano has a worse chance of beating? Yes, based on what Spencer did to him on top. I think Gross is Spencer also going to be able to ride him, get get riding time, possibly turn him. Not likely. I know Sirion doesn't get turned a lot. Yeah, he really is pretty good underneath. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, Spencer's, I think Spencer's probably better on top than, than Gross, even though they're maybe. both transcendent. Yeah, it's a maybe. Gross is bigger. Because we're talking about Gross maybe going up to 41. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're also thinking Suriano can definitely go 25 again. Maybe not definitely, but not definitely. probably, probably. He will so there's not. Gonna be, there's going to be a size disadvantage, and I, I don't buy much into the size disadvantage thing. I don't, I don't know if you've seen. Are Nick, you on Instagram? Yeah, I was about to Nikki, say. Nikki is out there training like Nikki an animal. Ups. I, dude, I love his training montages. I like he's showing a little personality, having fun with with everyone on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. He's, it, listen. Go follow him. It's it's really funny stuff. Honestly, it's interesting because the Suriano fix Lee. It's like this rivalry, and like it was like back in the day. Who are you, Team Dake or Team Taylor? It's like, man, I really love all three of those guys, and they are such unique personalities, right? You've got the Pokemon guy, you've got the Jersey training on Instagram guy, and then you've got the Dayton fix. I wrestle every tournament I'm legally allowed to, guy, <laughs> and I jump. Just a good old Oklahoma. Yeah, boy. just an awesome Oklahoma kid. So it's. Really awesome dynamic, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost ready to like mark it down. Suriano champ next year. Dang. One thirty. Talk about. I'm ready to say it. Talk about a champion being huge for the program. Rutgers, get right. On. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Rutgers. you love it. Yeah. Well, last, that was the thing last year. I was like, Guys, National we can... both back Mobbin. Oh man, the Mobbin will be out of control. I love. Who that. else did they get? They had the transfer from <coughs> Lehigh. Colucci. Colucci. Right? Um. I haven't gone through. Gravina's back. Gravina has an eighth year. He got an eighth year because his he, shoulders. He gonna, only has the one shoulder. His shoulder might actually like disintegrate. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Nick Gravina. I like Nick Gravina, but I, shoulders are important in wrestling. I'm Team <laughs> Gravy Train forever. He can do it. If Nickerson and Escobedo, they gutted it out. No shoulders. They had two shoulders between both those guys at the end of their careers. I think that's being generous. <laughs> that's generous. <coughs> that's really generous. Okay. 
So I don't know where, how we wound up there, but we did. Uh, that was fun, though. We were talking about like most improved teams. Oh, do you have one, Nomad? I gave three. He gave one. Do you have a single one team? No. I'm waiting for like a brain breaking. You just say like Penn State or something. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I am curious. I don't know because I haven't terribly looked at it, but I am curious about Wisconsin. <coughs> Connor Brown, um, mm -hmm. Trent Hilger. I thought uh, I think Hilger's going to be interesting. He's probably still a year too young because there's still a lot of – seniors uh, heavyweight this year is very talent heavy, and then it clears out with the, the Gable Cassiope Paris group coming in. The Wicks. The Wicks. Um, yeah, I, li I like that they're getting Xander back. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're very, you know, Bono and Reader obviously think uh, Evan can beat Chenzo. Uh, it remains to be seen, but that's what they're going to be trained for. And then do they have any... There's a lot of dudes to train for it that weight. True. <laughs> that's a freaking good weight. And then not to kind of bring it back to, to a morbid, but is there a little boost because wrestling for Stickley? Well, man, it, yeah, I don't even know how to talk about this, but... Yeah. The, he, Eli would have been really good for them. They were super excited, and they're you know they're not going to be productive at forty one like they like they would have been. But yeah, um, that indefinable quality of wrestling for a guy he lost that could be something, but it's nothing you can really count on. This is okay. This is like totally completely different, and like this is not like meant to be a joke about anything. But when I was in eighth grade, we. We we played uh, this team Stembridge, and we mollywopped them like thirty nothing. Before the the week before the championship game, that was the last week of the year. We both didn't know. Last week of the year, um, or excuse me, right before the championship game, there was a flood, and one of their kids died. And have you have you guys ever seen hardball? Yes. Okay. So they came out with like I forget what number he was, but like on their yeah. shoes, on their, and then they beat us. Really? Yes. Mm. And. There was just so many weird things that happened that game that it was just one of those things where you're like, I think this was not supposed to happen. I'll, br I'll make uh, Bracky shed a tear here. Think about when Brett Favre lost his dad Yeah. five touchdown passes. That was right. like that was awesome. out of body experience. He was just he wasn't even looking where he was throwing. Yeah. He was just chucking it, and sixty he, yard bombs. Even with um, you know bringing it back to wrestling, and I don't think Wisconsin necessarily fight for a national championship, but the <coughs> 2015. Every picture you see of NCAA's Ohio State, the the KK for Coast Care George. Yeah, but they just had an awesome team. No, I know. <laughs> um, no, but but more more practically, Bono Reader effect. Okay, we know they're great coaches and their track record is proven. My question is, this this stuff doesn't happen overnight. On the one hand, it's the most talented room they've ever had. That duo's ever had. Yeah, it's better than South Dakota State even last year. The the question is. In a year, is that when you get real the fruits of the full Bono Reader experience? Or is it going to take a year, shift in the culture a little bit? Sure. I, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced we're going to see it right away. Yeah. I think it's going to take a little bit, maybe two years, right, before we see like, uh oh, it's it's happening. That's my thought. Although it could just happen right away. <coughs> They'll be awesome out there. And, and then one random, I don't know about improved. Duke for a while has I always had say Duke one, too, just because one guy, at least one guy who does very well. Um, I can't think of the one ninety-seven. Connor Hartman. Connor, Hart Connor Hartman, and then Casper. Um, who's going to be? He's going to be a fine silver. How many fine yeah. silvers are back? All of them. I think. 
I think all fine silvers return. All 14 of them. There's so much. The silver is so fine. So fine. It's enough for a whole dinner. Uh, yeah, Duke. Yeah, Duke just by reputation, right? Sure. Just probably someone on Duke's going to be good next year. We're not sure who or what weight or if they're a twin or <laughs> a triplet maybe. A triplet. Is he, yeah, does he, is he bringing in multiple? Maybe an Irish twin. That. Don't look at me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Are? We'll edit that out. Yeah, I don't know what that means. That's when you have you have two children born in the same year, but like like January December. Okay. Leave. Got it. Yeah. You've never heard of that? Once That's a very common saying. Just give me five minutes here. <laughs> okay. Next topic. So that was any before we move on. Somewhat next topic, but sort of same topic. Who's coming back down to earth? Who do we see? Maybe okay. You had a nice little year. But this thing happened, this thing happened, and now <coughs> it's back down. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. I knew you could do that. I had to. If you're going to drop Irish Twins, any teams that you see that potentially happening to? Well, the, the question is um, Lockhaven, right? Losing Ronnie Perry. That's big. Yeah. Um, looking at who else had – I'm trying to – there was another team. I was well, just Illinois at, was thirteenth, and they lose Imar. Right there, you go. That's Ouchies. who it was. But Emory, Emory Parker was a complete ultimate road warrior. Ultimate road warrior. Savage. Lost first it's, round, got third. That is the crazy. That's the craziest thing that happens in sports consistently. The ultimate road warrior. It makes no sense. It almost happened. At it happened. Fargo. Well, yeah, Fargo's one thing. I know. NCAA wrestling tournament is like. It's, it's, it's absurd for something like that to happen. Obviously, Michigan, this is kind of a stupid topic because you, you just end up saying guys that graduated are really good wrestlers. <coughs> right. Like, yeah, you lost Adam Kuhn, so. NC State, they lose like more than half their NCAA points. Really? So they lose Mock. Lose Mock. Okay, now I gotta go through. I don't know that they do. They do. They're gonna starve Sean Files again, right? All right, here, let me look it up. Okay, uh, Kevin Jack. Oh, yeah. Pete Renda, Machiavello. Yeah, that's it. Boykin, Donahue. Those are the three big ones. Jack, Mach, and Renda. Okay, yeah. They're coming back down to earth. You just told me they were going to win the team trophy. Yeah, I'm wrong. Well, you didn't correct me with a bad... That was a bad take. You you had your opportunity to smash me then. I was just letting you have your opinion. If, If they get seventh or higher next year... They did amazing. Losing that, then Pat Pop... Should get another seven-year extension well, beyond yeah. the one he already got. Yeah. What about like, I mean, South Dakota State? You had three All-Americans last year. You maybe took twelfth. Yeah. You know, maybe just gross this year. Yeah. You know, wow. gross. No love for Damien Hahn. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's just well, Kosher's <laughs> you graduate a couple guys. I know. Um, is Zilberberg gone too? I think Zilberberg placed. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh, okay. That's why. And that's, that's why. why. <laughs> Actually, kosher was the that's why, but yes. Um, I know, but it's just so awesome. That's why. Okay. Wyoming, um, losing Bryce Meredith. Yeah. Montori Bridge is still there, <coughs> and Branch has a tremendous track record. They've had, like... Yeah, like, you figure Mark, Mark, he's got something going. They average more than AA per year, basically almost the entire time Branch I has think, been there. Well, I mean, Sam Turner had a great great season last year and then uh, I believe Hayden Hastings was on red shirt mm-hmm. flow national finalist um, so they're gonna reload yep. yep okay now now where to anyone know what time we started this I, I have 832 
Okay, cool. Got it. Good so job, Nemo. Just want to know when we're like... As the official uh, secretary of Flow Radio Live that does the minutes every I, every episode. And we, we strongly appreciate that and your contributions there. Um, okay. Do you want to get to the, the Fargo placement stuff? We were talking about talking about that yesterday, or do you want to go into this 2533 stuff? Or choice C, who's going right away? Okay. Final big board. I'm really <coughs> feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah, let's so, do that. So we're going to go guy by guy. Who could, who could be wrestling right away um, for the 2018 big board? If you haven't checked this out, it's on the site right now. We're going to go through it. Um, and we'll start with, a, I think, an easy one. Gable Stevenson, Minnesota. Yes. I think he's going right away. We'll, what, what, uh, we'll give you that hint. Well, he is the best wrestler in high school history. Mm -hmm. And he beat Don Bradley. And I think he beats Riley Strifle mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. room. Mm -hmm. I think he beat him at Dactronics last year. He killed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he tech followed he, him. He teched his pin, I think, is what yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So Gable's going to go, I believe. I don't know why he would not go. Barring some sort also, of injury, I would say. can someone explain to me? I don't know if I've ever brought this up on radio, but I bring it up to Kyle once a week. How did Gable not win <coughs> every award conceivable for high school wrestling? He, yeah. he didn't win, like, David was, Carr won one like of them. the And I love David Carr. How does, how does Gable, you just have to hand Gable everything. So they give a Schultz Award in every state. Okay. And then there's a national winner. And yeah. David Carr won the national. Yeah, so they go state, and then there's like five or six regions, yeah. and then from the five or six regions, they pick a, na a national winner. Listen. So does that mean Gable didn't even win his region because Ohio and Minnesota? Let's try to let's try to see if I I am appalled. He's wh who's in charge? I need to vote on that too. We, there needs to be some oversight here. How does Gable not win everything everything there is? It's not mm. like he he. You know, moved to, he didn't do the Kyle Snyder where he moved to <coughs> Colorado his <coughs> year. Like, I could see it then. It's like, okay, you didn't compete, whatever. He's the best guy, but fine. He won <laughs> Minnesota States. Okay. He makes every world team. I mean, David Carr has not made a junior world. I mean, you know, it's like, not that that maybe factors in, but I don't know how good. He near made the senior national team. He won, and those awards came out before then. But, you know, he won a college open. I don't know. I don't know what you, what you needed there, but Gable should have won everything that exists, and that's nothing against David Carr, who you know I'm obviously a huge fan of. Um, uh, yeah, he did not even win the Midwest region. David Carr did. We have to have a moment of silence for that. Okay. Everyone think about that. I want you to think about that. If, you had, if you're listening, I guarantee you, whoever made that decision does not listen to FRL. Because you, you would have so much more discernment if you just listened to this show. All right, moving on. Do you need to even listen to FRL to know that Gable is the best wrestler? No, but you know what? Just, just go with it. I'm upset. Number two, Aaron Brooks is definitely not wrestling right away. Correct. He's, who even knows if he's going to be at Penn State? I don't believe he will be. He'll be at the Olympic Training Center. Elite Accelerator Program. It's not elite athlete. You see that EAP? EAP. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna. He's gonna get accelerated, which is scary because he's pretty freaking good right now. I'm saying athlete. That's silly. It should be elite we're athlete. Say program. Athlete. Yeah. It's elite accelerator. Okay, well we're gonna say athlete. All right, on this show. Fine. I thought it was elite athlete too, and then 
I was wrong. All right, we're, we're going to rebrand that right now on radio. Mason <laughs> Paris, I think, is going to redshirt. That seems to be conventional wisdom. He should. And I think he should. Agree? I think that's smart. Sammy Sassafraso. Doubt it. You think he's going? No, I'm, I oh. doubt. I doubt that he's. Oh going. yeah, no, because Micah and um, Keyshawn. Keyshawn. And, yeah. Don't need to. Don't need to. David Carr, we discussed. Um, I think he's gonna go. Ooh. I know it's not like it's not like an Iowa thing where you need to be in the top five, mm-hmm. um, but having the, him in your lineup is gonna score you more points, and it just shows that the program's progressing. Yeah. And I think that helps with the administration, with uh, alumni, with recruits. I think he's and he, he's ready to go. He ready can go. go. Ready, ready. Joey Silva, I think red shirts. Yeah. 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 It it's just lineup wise you it skip, makes too you much. Skip Whitlake. Sense. Oh, whoops! I did skip Whitlake. Zero percent chance Whitlake goes. Or I don't know if it's zero. I really don't. What but if they get him down to fifty-seven? <coughs> I don't, don't think don't. he. I don't listen. I don't think he should go, but I. You should not roll it out. Do you guys think Travis Whitlake, as big as that dude is, that dude has not been below 157 since he was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. It's going to be effective you, at 157. Have you, have you seen the way Oklahoma State Oklahoma cuts guys? Listen, it's Oklahoma State. They cut guys. They get him down. He'll be all right. I mean, Joseph's going 197. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He can still make 57. Jo- yeah. Hey. Uh, by the way, sounds like Preston Weigel is finally healthy again, which... Thank God. That guy, that guy can win NCAAs. He is m- good enough, and probably the best wrestler on top of 197. But he, sometimes he has these matches where he just like, uh, eh. Maybe Ben Darmstadt. Yeah, it'd be a close. I I bet this. Darmstadt pins more people for sure. Darmstadt pins more people, but I bet if Weigel got on top, Darmstadt wouldn't get away. Weigel gets more, wins more Weigel matches 6 would be so much stronger than Ben. He's he's the biggest ninety-seven so pounder strong. in the country. Preston Weigel. He's also the most exasperating. Yeah. Sometimes he forgets to move <laughs> at all and just gets double legs. When he was healthy, he teched Kyle Cannell. Yeah. In a first period. Cost <laughs> him on his head. He lat yeah, he lat dropped him and then he tilted him up a bunch, right? And Kyle Cannell turns out pretty good on, on the with the throws. His cross wrist tilt is you, they, he gets more forwards off crossers till day ninety seven. I think it was Chris Perry that was telling me like he's just got like this farm grip and like basically once you get that wrist, it's over. Yeah, you Kansas just can't, boy. you can't let him get your wrist. Yeah. Otherwise you're you're in a world of trouble. Yeah. So some uh I was some, talking uh Preston Waggle. I was talking Waggle. We'll get back to that. So you guys that. think man, you guys think Woodley could go right I'm away. just not gonna rule it out. I'm not gonna rule it out. I think it's unlikely. I'm not gonna rule it out. Though. They also got that Shomer's kid from Edinburgh, fifty-seven. Yes, yeah. But I think that you know, get Whitley because thing is, what's what's the deal? Could he wrestle next year, or seventy-four? Well, Jacoby's a J- senior this year. Okay, Jacoby. Yes, a he could. Are you so sure? Jacoby will. Yes, <coughs> Jacoby's a senior. Mm, yes, I'll, I'll look it up. I really feel like I thought they got him as like a sophomore. I know he won two JUCOs, but I thought they they rig it in some sort of way. <laughs> they rig it. Do you yeah. not know how? No, it, it, the JUCO clause, they can rig it. There's no JUCO clause. He was a junior last year. Okay, he's, so he's a junior, and then... He'll be a senior. Then after that, he'll be a senior, so he's got two left. If we JUCO clause? You're just making things up <laughs> now. I count last year. Okay, so no, so no, okay. So yeah, he'll be there next year. Silva, we already discussed. We think he's going to redshirt. Teamer, Ja'Cory Teamer. The pride of Vogar honors. Depends wrestling. on if he wrestles 141 or 174. 
I think that he will redshirt. I do too. He's listed as a 57-65, which falls in the... Now, here's the thing. What is Arizona State doing next year? Because a guy that a lot of people don't talk about that is pretty good, Christian Pagdaleo, got his eighth year, just like Nick Ravina. So he'll be back. Pagdaleo got another year? Yes. Wow. And Pagdaleo is really freaking good. How I like Pagdaleo. Just guys getting ninth and tenth years. Ninth and tenth years. So Pagdaleo's back. How do they fit him, Maruka, Shields, Valencia, Valencia, move and him around? Maruka and Shields both redshirted. Yeah. So they can't. Redshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So and then you got I, Norfleet and Belshay. But I guess you could, if they did move Zahid up, they could redshirt. Norfleet. Norfleet. Mm-hmm. And Zahid will be a junior. Man, Norfleet might, yeah. Norfleet might end up getting screwed. Potentially. They better not. Uh, <laughs> that's my guy. Uh, then Brock Hardy, who is going on a Mormon mission, so he'll be out he of the He'll be wrestling in Brazil. He'll be wrestling in Brazil in the Olympics. Uh, Gavin Hoffman. No. No. But mm. maybe next year. Maybe next year he goes down 84 to so, replace Miles Martin. So that's it, right. That's the interesting thing is how big, because Ohio State lifts heavy, right? Like more than any other team. They got to keep Gavin lean for a year while well, Colin Moore's still there. They don't really have to keep him lean. Uh, you just maybe don't get let him get audaciously large. Yeah, one just less keep, cookie a week. Just keep him in range, and then after uh, after Miles is gone, then you get him down there. You know, he ain't making weight in November of 2018, so true. not a big deal. It, it'll be, he'll be what he'll be. This time next year, and they'll make the decision. Just let it be. And let it be. Whisper. That's my words of wisdom. Let it be. Michael Beard, going to redshirt. Have gonna to figure. Gray shirt. Gray gonna shirt. Gray shirt. Not enrolling until 2019. Okay. So keeping that money free for another year. RBY. <laughs> Got to get the Nickel, Nevels, Nolf. Is that all? Yeah. Go That's probably a lot. Yeah. yeah Gold guy. Bobby Bonilla. Rutherford. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's an A-plus reference there. RBY, on the other hand, I think will yes. go right away. He seems like the most likely of anyone we've done so far. Even Gable, just because they have Strifle and if they whatever wanted to, like they have an option. But RBY, like, they should, they need, he's ready. They should. All the above. Yes. He's looking a little bigger, too. I thought so. We're at State College. Yeah, I like him at 33 next year. Brayton Lee, I feel like he will redshirt. Real quick, can we talk about, I'm excited to see Rowan Bradford Young wrestle high-level folk-style matches. Yeah, he hasn't done that basically in his career. He wrestled in Reno his, maybe his freshman year. He's had who's number one. Okay, that counts. But, like, aside from who's number one, folk-style-wise, what data do we have on Rowan Bradford Young? And this isn't to imply that I think he's going to do bad, but just, like... Sounds like your implication. What, what, what data do we have that... Rowan Bravo Young is, where's he at on the mat? I have no idea. Yeah, he's, yeah, complete mystery. Yeah. Because basically, fresh, I think it was freshman Reno is the last we saw. It was like 2014. And I think he's going to be fine. I just, I want to know. Like, I'm just very curious. Yeah. Whatever, they, whatever the he'll first. He'll be all right. The right. Keystone Classic probably, maybe the first time we get to see him. Yeah, he'll be, I think it'll be nice. Brayton Lee, we think, is going to redshirt. They're bumping up everyone. We think. Um, Plus, he doesn't seem to cut a whole <coughs> lot of weight. 
He doesn't. He always looks so, big, and he's not big. So figuring out where to, you know, 457. Just delay that. Again. Yeah. Figure that out later. Cassiope, we basically talked about all yesterday, and I don't, you know, I think who knows? It depends on the health of Stoll. Yeah. But even with Stoll, I guess even with with the health of Stoll, like they have Aaron Costello, who I, I would prefer Cassiope to Costello, but it's still like, okay, do we need Cassiope this year? What are we pushing for this year versus what is the long-term plan? Well, they're plan pushing with for everything, I think. I mean, you think, you think they're making a big push this year? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I mean, Kimmer, it's right. his last year... Nope. Nope. Nope, he's a sophomore, junior. Okay. So maybe not. Maybe you could hold off. Because who, who will be a senior for them this year? Spencer, no. Jaren DeSanto, no. 41. Mirren, no. Who even cares? Turkey, yeah. Lugo Mirren. has two. Yep. So, yeah, maybe, but... Bull's still young. I think you've got to go Cassiopeia or Stoll this year. I don't think you can throw Costello out there. Because I think you're going to have a two-year window where you're going to really be something else. Mm -hmm. And I think you just want to be give yourself two shots to win a title. So, because I just thought about this, um, thinking about Cassiope going right away and Gable going right away. So the last time a true freshman placed it in Civil A's at heavyweight was 2012 with Gwiz, who obviously ended up four-time All-American, three-time finals, two-time champ. And the year before that, do you know who plays? Well, that same year, McMullen placed as a redshirt freshman. That was the last time freshman placed. Then you had, since since 2012, then you had Tanner Hall make round 12, but he was he does not 21, 22. And then last year, Jordan Wood, who's multiple-time age-level world medalist. So Gable seems likely to be the first freshman, true freshman AA since Gwiz, but then Cassiope... If he gets around 12 or places and, you know, Stoll can't go and he goes, like, that puts him kind of, at least recent history, and probably long-term history also, as, as like, Except if you look at good trajectory. Yeah, I know, but, like, 2011, Spencer Myers placed. Don't think he ever placed again. <laughs> okay, but that's, but that's heavyweight, though. Like, yeah, that, well, that's heavyweight. Heavyweight, like, heavyweight is senior, senior and junior late year after year after year after year. I don't year. think it means anything to place as a true freshman relative to any other weight. I think it absolutely does at heavyweight. We have two we examples. One it. of them ended up being completely average the rest of his career, and the other one ended up Hall being Hall placed great. again. Hall First, doesn't Hall. count. Okay, but... Hall's... Okay, but... So, because there's... So, there's one example, and it's Gwiz, and the other one is Mike McMullen. No, the, no he's a redshirt freshman. Right, so the example is Gwiz. So there's one guy in no. six years who's done it. Okay, one guy, it, that, it, that means you were historically Only because good. you don't want to go back one more year where Spencer Myers completely negates it. It means nothing. Spencer Myers plays as a true freshman. Yeah. I don't think that's right. All right, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel pretty confident about it, but... Um, okay. He did beat Bobby Telford one time. That right. was definitely not his freshman year, though, that he beat Bobby Telford. No, he was a 2010. Yeah, 10-11. Freshman year. How, what sort of nonsense happened in 2010-11 at heavyweight? Do not look at that weight. You will get sick. Le Levi Cooper <laughs> happened. Spencer Myers happened. And my guy, DJ Russo from Rutgers, the Fighting Goodale, did not place. And he was, like, one of my favorite guys. All right, now i got to run through this real Sad. quick. This way. Zach, Zach Ray won. He was top seed. Wrestled Ryan Flores, who, good lord, Ryan Flores got screwed at the end of his career. He was three seed. Don Bradley was third, four seed. What do you seed. mean screwed? He was viciously concussed and should not have been wrestling. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Gerard Trice was fourth. He was two seed. And there then unseeded Richard Alcala of Indiana. Yes. Fifth. Unseeded Spencer Myers, sixth. True freshman. Okay, so that's... All right, so that's an outlier. Then Aunt, uh, Tony Nelson was seventh. He was eighth seed. And then Levi Cooper unseeded eighth. Yeah. Arizona State. Yeah. Okay, that so was, that's completely ridiculous. That was a disaster. That way, that way it was nauseating. Okay. Now that we got our Levi Cooper minute in, let's get to uh, who's the next guy on our freaking list? Quinn Kenner. Quinn Kenner, headlock pinner. Kenner redshirt. Yeah. Because yeah. don't think he's beating McKenna. Put yeah, it out it there. Doesn't make sense. Put it out there. <coughs> put my name on it, actually. Next two, though. Gavin Teasdale, I think for sure and for show. Yes. And then Patrick Glory. I think so as well. Definitely. You can't. They're both ready. And cool. both of them are going to be ranked and do very well right away. Yes. For sure. I think they're both maybe even All-Americans next yep. year. Well, that's why and maybe we don't need to do it today. But that, and you that know they will hit will each other. They're going to wrestle If each they're other. ever in a tournament together, they will hit because they, they have hit. To, they're magnetically yeah. attracted to one another. Yes. Will they wrestle five times now? Maybe more. I think they it's more than that because like it's literally gone back to like Super 32 Middle School. Yeah. So. Super 32 Middle School, two or three times at Powerade. Who's number one? And this year Beat was the, the... Beat the Streets. There's one other uh, one. Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. Who's number one was the first time... They made it no glory beat him. Worlds. Yes. And then he beat him in freestyle Veterans and beat Nationals. the streets. Chess rap. Yeah. Crazy. And then uh, Greco. You're still going. <laughs> Trent Hydley, we already discussed. We think he is going <coughs> to redshirt. Shane Griffith going to Stanford. I don't know. No read at all there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have to ask Nate. I'd probably I'd probably ask Borelli. I feel like he's probably gonna Well be yeah. Up. I'm just I have a better relationship with well, you should get a good really. Coach Brother's a really nice guy. Uh, so I yeah. lean toward red shirt, but I don't lean know. that way. But who knows? Yeah, they could do whatever. Um, I don't think he's going to be any more ready in a year from now than he is right yeah. now. Right? I think Shane's going to be who he's going to be. Joe Lee could he beat out Chenzo this year? Hmm. Maybe it's a wait and see type it's, of situation. Yeah, you know, we're not. It's too early. This is the first <coughs> one I'll say too close to call. Yeah. Um, but I'll err to the side of he redshirts. Uh, real Woods. I think Woods goes right away. The real, yeah, the real Woods be of all. At all. I, yeah, just unleash him in his most savage form. Just I love him. him. I love Real Wood. Real Woods. It's actually real. It's real. real. Yeah. Um, at forty-one, do we think forty-one? Not so. So the thing with that is, uh, Willie's theory is that Ivy League. And Lehigh and Stanford Northwestern types, all those kids go up and wait when they get to college, and don't stay at whatever they were in high school. Mm, I guess. So I don't know. He's I, the one to put that in. All right, maybe. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to like. Maybe twenty-five, and then we'll stop. Uh, we're at twenty-two. Seth Neville's definitely redshirting. Yep. Uh, Nomad is on the record as a Neville's hater, um, except he's not on the record, but just know that. Next, Jaden Maddox, redshirting. Mm -hmm. Feel pretty sure in that for Ohio State. Camacho you missed Camacho. Uh, man, I'm, a, I'm skipping these dudes. Jacob Camacho, that's interesting. No, they're going to start Foz again, right? Yeah. Well, or they have Cox, too. Camacho. 
probably beats Cox right now. I know, but if they're thinking long term, they're probably going to keep Camacho. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. No, Matt. Maddox, we think redshirt, rough and ready, SIUE, Justin Ruffin. Give me Ruffin. Yeah, let I wouldn't him, be I want, surprised to see him run. go. Yeah. He's rough and ready. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so that's the top 25. And, uh, well, let's go 26, Anthony Artelona. He was a topic of discussion yesterday. I uh, don't... Uh, not yeah. with that attitude. He pretty much has to wrestle or not go to Penn. He's got two options. One of them is not go to school. The other is wrestle. He needs to adjust his tude. <laughs> well, add to adjustment. <laughs> I love your I love your Artelona takes. They're great. And hey, let's keep going. Alex Thompson for we're Nebraska. Gonna we're gonna stop. Thompson, no, because it's Moisey. Oh yeah, Moisey. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Great job by Mark Manning getting Moisey in. And then Will Luan, he's a world champion, but he's gonna redshirt, right? Fifty-seven. He's going to redshirt. Yeah, it doesn't seem. They don't need him. Doesn't seem prudent at yeah. this juncture. What about Ryan Thomas? While we're going, Ryan yeah. Thomas, Minnesota <laughs> well, 65. Well, it's just... Well, did they have Brolsma? Brolsma? Who was their 65 last year? Ooh, I don't know. Wanzik. 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 He's yeah. gone. Wanzik. He's Wanzik's gone. Wanzik. Mm. Maybe we see Ryan Thomas. Unless... Jake Aller. Is it Ryan Thomas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably going to be Aller. He's yeah. not 74, right? I don't think so. He's like a 65, he, right? I, I've ne- I don't. Let's see what they have in the big. You've never even stood next to him, so you have no idea. There's no way you could possibly. They have listened as a 65. Let's go. That's it. Let's Jake run it. Allard, right Let's away. run it. Run and tell that. It's Except not right away because he redshirted right last year. Right. right away this year, for sure. Okay, now we're done with that topic. Let's get to some questions and uh, let's get the heck on out of here. What do you say? Questions. We didn't even get to the 25-30. We'll just table that. Good, but appreciate that. No, man. Tyler Andrews, who wins the wrestle-off between Nevels and Kassar? I think there's probably not going to be a wrestle-off because it sounds like Nevels is just too hurt to go or something like that. Maybe they're counting on a medical since they're getting given out, like, candy, although I don't know what that will mean for little brother Seth. That's concerning for Nick if he's, again, too injured to, to wrestle a season because he, yeah. he lost another one. It's concerning. Yes, it is concerning. <laughs> I'm concerned. Okay, so I'm concerned. I would take I would take Neville's over Kassar. If both healthy. If Neville's isn't healthy, give me Kassar. Wow. Give me Andy. <laughs> <laughs> if Neville's can't wrestle, give me Kassar yeah. too. Wow. Um, wrestling no mind. Tell us your best hero moments, and if a hero is really a sandwich. The best hero moments? Yeah. What does that mean? When when were, what when were you what time in your life were you a hero? Was I ever a hero? Did I ever save someone? Yeah, come back to that one. Okay, we'll come back. You got you to rank them. Yeah. Your, your yeah. moments of heroism. Did you save anyone at a Smoothie King or something? Moments of heroism. Yeah. Did you ever... Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to it. I mean, I got saved. Andrew Berryesa. Andrew Berryesa, Greco-Roman <laughs> specialist, guy that only wrestles Greco. He's only ever placed in Greco tournaments. He asked, <coughs> how do you plan on avoiding unexpected selfies? Well, Willie didn't. Willie yeah, did yeah. not. Willie did not avoid it. They got him. It's not very flattering. Not the best looks. I, I think unexpected wrestling selfies w- got transferred from Brendan Furman to Andrew Berryesa. You think so? Yeah. Well, I, I would imagine multiple people have access to it. But if you haven't seen it, if you haven't followed them on Instagram, they basically run up to wrestlers and wrestling people 
and just hold the camera and just go boom, take a picture of their face. And a it, apparently, Dake is like a a vampire. They can't get him. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah. see Dake being like, "You're not getting me." And then once he's decided you're not getting him, you're just not going to get Kyle Dake and that was, anything like that. <laughs> that was also the day where Kyle Dake played spike ball with a group of like. Maybe middle schoolers. Maybe these kids were in middle school. That was rated R. And completely, Billy like, Madison. did not take it easy on them. That was awesome. All. Like, he even did the Billy Madison. Now you're all in big, big trouble. He wow. smashed them. Which new Division One coach will have the most successful impact on their program? Bono, Bormet, Flynn, Escobedo, or most Hunt? immediate successful impact. Immediate. That's well, the most important word. Bormet gonna, doesn't count. I'm gonna throw one out there that's not even on the list. Oh snap. Neil Airsman, zero points. They can only go up. Well, they're definitely going to have zero points. Not zero gonna, qualifiers. It's not going to be immediate because they're not wrestling next year, so you're disqualified. Did you say Neil Airsman well, was having a huge impact? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Bracky talked about this. I was totally trolling people. Uh, so Were you? 88 pounds, right? Yeah, this kid, Tristan Stafford, who's pretty good um, from from Arkansas. <laughs> and I just, I, I was, because... For Flowzone this year, we were able to pull up like Twitter and stuff, and, and Neil Ayersman sent out this awesome tweet that was like, be the first, you know, I'm looking for my first recruit, first national champ, first All-American, all this stuff. And um, just because I knew he was going to be in Fargo, I was like, look at that, Neil Ayersman already making an impact because they had, they had an All-American at uh, 88 pounds. Shout out to Tristan Stafford. CP thinks you yeah, I think aren't trolling. Uh, I don't know. Um, I Flynn's going to take a little bit. I'm throwing Bormat out because... He's been a Michigan man. It's... He's so instrumental already. I feel like yeah. it's not a, it's not apples to apples. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bono, uh, Flynn. It's just gonna take gonna, a little bit there. It's yeah. complete rehaul. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Kyle visited West Virginia, and uh, yeah. They gave me this nice shirt. That is really nice. Yeah, they were very nice. Wow. Yeah, I'll say Bono as well. Um, and with Han, it's like, well, the program's in pretty good shape. Right, it's it's not a situation where they got rid of a coach that wasn't doing well. How often does <coughs> a new coach get a returning NCAA champ? <laughs> it basically outside of like when Gable retired, I guess. Um, I don't even know. Did Brands get a champ? No, because Perry hadn't won yeah. until Brands. Yeah. No, it doesn't really happen. Cause Kale didn't. Cause Bubba didn't win. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, he did. Never mind. We'll edit that out. Um, but he hadn't when he Kale hadn't got to won. Penn State. Right. Yeah, so right. no, you were right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, most likely to be a four-time national champion, Chinzo, Yanni, or Lee. Maybe Fix and incoming freshman add to some discussion. Spencer. Spencer. <coughs> Spencer, you say? Yeah, because if Dayton never wrestles a match at 125, even if he does. Even um, if he does. I know Chinzo's halfway there. I don't know why we continue to doubt Chenzo, but I guess yeah. I doubt Chenzo to some extent. Oh, I think it's because he's taking losses. Yeah. He loses. I guess it's because he loses matches. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. why. He loses matches. He has a double overtime match with Isaiah White in the quarters. He lost to Marinelli. Yeah, he loses to Marinelli. He loses to Iowa. He had, uh, what was it, Lewis? It was like last second well, win. Well, and uh, Massa. Massa. He got, had two matches in a row. He had got a takedown like in the final 30 seconds to win yeah. the match. Which is kind of the case too, but it's also the case against. I don't, it's going to be, I'm really excited. He's clutch. For, yeah. Like how, how we're going to view Chinzo at the end. Because like, if he's a four-time champ, 
I feel like he's not going to be like after Logan won as a freshman and then really a sophomore, but really <laughs> it was kind of known he was going to win as a sophomore, even though Tony was on a tear. That was Tony's best year, probably. Um, it was like, okay, this is a next. Those are good battles, though. This, yeah. this is the next four-time champion. Mm -hmm. This guy's going to be a four-time champion. It's like with Chenzo, it's like we're. And we were viewing Logan as like one of the best guys in the country. I don't think any of us think he's better than Nolf. Well, right? but meanwhile, Chenzo, no. like a guy who we thought was going to be a four-time champ in Imar. Yes. He's beaten him what three Twice. times now? Two, two, two times. Two times. Only yeah. he's just saved. He him only for the beats finals. him in the finals. Yeah. yeah. So like that's got to count for something. <clears throat> who he beat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Imar is almost unquestionably top. 25, if not higher, all-time folk styler. Probably he, maybe top 20, top He 20. has, what, four losses? No, not even that many. I think he has three losses. Three. He has three losses, all of whom are to multiple-time national champions. Only yes. Penn State guys. Yes. Nolf and Chinzo twice. He has a winning right. record against all of those Penn State guys. If Nolf wins this year, he'll be 2-1-1-1-1, and then Chenzo wins this year, 1-1-1 one, one, one with another year. Yeah, that's And the those are his career losses. Imar still has winning record against yeah. those guys. Yeah. That's insane. It's really weird. Yeah, Chinzo. When your career losses are, when your career losses and your golf score is both below six, right, so mm -hmm. one, one, two, two, you're in the Pantheon. I agree. Pantheon. Put some respect on Imar's name, people. Yes. And Chinzo's. And Chinzo's. And Nolf, also. Yeah. But also Zane Rutherford and Kale Sanderson. So why and are we Bo Nickel. And Spencer. Why are we doubting yeah. Yanni in this discussion? I'm not. You're the <laughs> one that said Spencer immediately. The only reason I would doubt Yanni is because he gets hurt. But he so gets hurt. He gets hurt, and 41-49 is just like Yeah, what if Ironman continues to jump gloves? I mean, Ironman beat him last year. Right. All right, here's a take. They're all going to be four-time national champs. Whoa. All right, book it. Right. <laughs> Dang. Picture this, says Ray Isalas. It's 2020. Kyle Snyder is still Kyle Snyder. Jaden Cox grows his body, <laughs> not to 97, but all the way to heavyweight. <clears throat> is there a shot? I had okay. never thought about this. Holy crap. Think about it. All right, I'm not going to say his at handle. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> Ray Isalas. Ray, I'm not reading your handle. Come on, someone's got to say it. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's like Brad C. No, it's not. No. It is nowhere near Brad C. Are you kidding me? It's squeaky balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for saying that. I didn't think well, you were going to. Well, the only reason I'm saying that is like, it's like dog toys. It's like a dog toy. Squeaky balls. Maybe that's what he means. <laughs> maybe he's just a naive father. Or like Michael Scott when he's making his yeah. little kid. Or maybe he, has a, maybe he has a, a company that he owns. Called Squeaky Balls? Called Squeaky Balls. I'm afraid to Google that. <laughs> Don't Google. Do not Google, especially on the company Wi-Fi. Um, back to the topic at hand that Ray brought to our attention. Uh, um, Jaden cool. and Heavy, it would be kind of cool. I think he has a better shot at making the team there, except what if Gable is like Kyle Snyder of the large variety by I, 2020? I don't like Jaden Cox. Like, thinking about Jaden Cox, as big as he is and as talented as he is and like just how different he is wrestling wise i don't like him against the akul patrice Vili types at heavyweight i wonder if they could get to him i mean i think Gwiz is a really tough match for for jaden frankly yeah i mean Gwiz Gwiz went under coon 
so uh-huh. and scored. Well, the the question is, yeah, he's so. I mean, Quiz is like way more <coughs> athletic and faster than Adam Kuhn, but yeah. that may not be true with Jaden. Right, but how much was the? I mean, even and if, also even like, Jaden went super bulk. How big's he getting? I think he get it to two forty. Two forty. Wow. All right, two sixty. Two sixty. He's gonna no, be cutting to make one twenty-five kilos. I guarantee you, he gets to two twenty in the bat of an eye. He was I'm cutting. Sure he does, he yes. was cutting so much to make ninety-seven. Now I don't know how much was like, you know, just a, a little reckless, I'm careless. But being in college, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's been in the two twenties. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he did wrestle two twenty in high school, so. Yeah. But I mean, recently. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, so is there a shot? I think there's a shot. Is there a better shot of him making the team and making an impact at heavyweight or at ninety-seven kilograms? Okay, they're two different things. Better shot at making the team. Mm-hmm. Pick your poison. 97. Wrong. I, I do not agree with that. I don't either. He think, is the one person that I feel can challenge Kyle Snyder in this country. Yeah, that's that can be true, and <clears throat> that does not make it more likely that he would make the team. I think Wiz is too big. I think Kuhn's too big. I think Gable's going to be a problem. I think... I think I think you're right about. I think Gable might be the might be the reason. Um, okay, this is kind of an easy question, but I'll ask it because thank you, Josh Thornton. Which do you like better, states that have one or multiple classes division for the state tournament? Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna we can redirect this because it can go two different ways. Meaning, New Jersey, typical outside of. Blair Academy in Lawrenceville and St. Benny's and a couple other national prep schools. But New Jersey, single class. However, their team state is multiple and mm-hmm. is split public and private, which is a never-ending issue in high school. Um, I think at all times it should just be one. Um, one for duels, one for, one for individuals. Figure it out. You don't like it, get better. No, dude, shut up. Get better? Mm-hmm. You're, nah. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what you're saying there. Yes, I do. Get better. Yes, I do. There's, there's, okay, look. The, the high school thing will never, ever, 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 ever be equal. Oh. And so there's always going to be schools that are going to be better. <laughs> Blair, Academy, Blair Academy is going to be good forever, okay? So, like, if you want to beat them, just get a better team. Apple Valley did it a couple times, okay? You don't, St. Ed's has done it. St. Paris Graham has done it. There's, you, there's only a handful of schools that can win a national title in wrestling anyway. National so, title? What are you talking about? We're just talking about... Yeah, so, but it's the same. it applies the same for states. It applies the same for states because those same schools have been dominating their state tournaments. St. Paris Graham has won like 97 D2 tournaments in a row. It would be awesome if, I need you if, to just if like Ed's and Graham was in the same division every year for the last 20 years. That'd yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking like it just as a whole, like a wrestling fan, like what you want to see. <clears> but yeah. You're not even like considering there are schools in, in Virginia with like under 100 kids yeah. going up against – Colonial Forge, these schools with thousands and thousands of kids. There's like literally yeah, classrooms sucks. with more. It, it's a completely different thing. So I think I think there's definitely a need for that separation, and especially in states with that wide of a population. You have Northern Virginia, and then you have Southwest Virginia, and you have these little pockets towards the beach of these but, little communities. And that's just one state. But you I, also have I know. you also have. Why should they be competing against? It makes no sense. But you also have states like. Uh, like in Maryland, Dunbar in so many different sports is a school of approximately 150 kids, and they kick the crap out of everyone. What kind of school is Dunbar? <coughs> it is it, so in Baltimore City, um, 
It's it basically private? all no. It's public school, but in Baltimore City, they're all school up. schools of choice. So that's the other thing is um, you can't just go on enrollment, population, whatever you want to. There's, there's call no it school of choice in rural retreat, Virginia. It's just I you know, go but, to rural but, retreat. But do you understand? Would you understand what you're saying? If you you can still have that situation where a school is going to be demonstrably better because you have a small county like St. Paris Graham, or you have a small, or you have a, a large metropolis like Baltimore that has schools of choice where all the athletes concentrate at Dunbar in so many different sports, including wrestling, including basketball, including lacrosse and, so those and are, all these sports. Yeah, there's, those are probably more outliers than they actually happen that frequently. In general, I think it makes sense to, for there to be some separate. <coughs> now, Virginia went crazy. They lost their freaking mind and have six. Three was fine and equitable. And Six so public school plus a whole private school division. Plus private, um, so seven. Um, another topic for another day. But I, I think I think splitting I think private th and public is dumb too. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I, if you're gonna split public, I, I, so I'm like way to the left, I guess, on this. But if you're gonna split public and private, bring them all national preps. Just give them, give all the private schools national preps. It would be so amazing. I was talking to Mike Malitz. It would be so amazing if like. Becca, St. Ed's, St. John Bosco, um, all those schools were at national preps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be really that cool. That would be incredible. So incredible. Okay. It'd be Iron Man all over again, minus the 20 public schools that are at Iron and Man. And St. Paris Graham is called St. Paris, which but, sounds like one. Right. But they are public. So technically, but technically. Oh, yeah, yeah. the actual sounds, name so of the they school? Would go right. We'll, get, well, they wouldn't because it's in Pennsylvania. What are you saying? St. Paris? Yeah. No, the tournament's in Pennsylvania. Oh, they St. can't Paris go. St. Paris is in Ohio. <laughs> they can't go. They do yeah, not they leave they the state. They can't go. Yeah. They, they barely leave the county. <clears throat> yeah. Champagne. All right. We're ready to go. We can play it out. Um, I think this is it. We need to plug Nomad back in. I'm not sure what happened there five <laughs> minutes ago. He said ever, I think, 16 times. Mm -hmm. We might have to go ever, back. Ever. 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 ever, ever. He started like... Short, hey, are we back to normal next week? short-circuited. Tuesday, Thursday? Uh, yeah. That's my understanding. I know Flowzone and a couple other studio yeah. shows kind of pushed us to Wednesday this week. Yeah. Okay. It's go time. We thank you so much. We thank you to ASICS for sponsoring this radio program. We'll be back next Tuesday, as Nomad mentioned. Stay tuned for Fargo Greco mm -hmm. today and tomorrow. I'll be on the Cadets Greco call finals or today in uh, yeah, a couple hours, 1:30 p.m. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, guys. See you next time.